Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! What's up? Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean, he's JJ. Hello. Joined again by guest Ryan. Welcome in, Ryan. What's up? We are back to talk about the Patriots after breaking their two-game winning streak. Two-game winning streak. Remember when we were happy about that? Oh, yeah. All Jesus. kinds of stoked. We're used to, like, eight-game winning streaks in this part of the country. And, uh, yeah, not the case anymore. We lose to the two and seven Houston Texans in the game that every one of us thought they had. Like, dude, like it was it was a layup. It was a guarantee win. Should have been. Mm-hmm. It should have been. Well, what the heck happened? Uh, I blame, I chalked this one up to mostly coaching. I think we were out-coached down there in uh, Houston. We, we lost a game last year to them down there in similar fashion. Uh, where Deshaun Watson kind of just tore us up. I mean, they have no rushing offense, and we, I mean, we committed to the pass, on, but we went to zone. I mean, it's like, I feel like we played primarily zone, which we always get torn up in zone because we never play it. So no, everybody in the middle, nobody fucking knows what to do if they're in the middle, and the, the tight ends just eat us up. So, I mean, we kind of like knew what they were going to do, I mean, even on our podcast, we're like, well, this is probably what they're going to try and do, and we shouldn't, we should avoid these things. We should, and, and, and they tore us up. We played into what they wanted to, and on offense, we played in what they, what they wanted to. Offensively, it wasn't as bad, but defensively, it's like, Jesus Christ. This game confirms to me that, I, that my fears after the Jets game were real, and the Baltimore game was more of an outlier. Uh, it's kind of an eye-opener, because you really needed this game to realistically have any kind of shot at being in the playoffs. And now I'm looking at this team as like, they're on the brink of disaster at this point. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because in this league, when you're mired with like an average quarterback, and I'm not saying it's all on cam, but when you're mired in like quarterback mediocrity or like an average quarterback, you can get stuck there for a long time. But when you're a real bad team and you have a shot, either free agency or, or normally in the draft, at getting a legitimate quarterback, then I think that's when you start to see uh, teams turn around. And it's just like we don't seem to know how to make adjustments to compensate for our weaknesses or we don't seem to realize our strengths. You know what I mean? Which is exactly what we thought they figured out as of right. last week is, okay, exactly. we can defend the pass. If we need to go big against the run, we can do that. It's playing people out of position, but we can do that. And then offensively, we are a two-to-one run team. We run the ball two times for every time we throw the ball. And everything got flipped on its head in this game where we went in and I was all kinds of confident, and I know you guys were too, about the Texans are bad at defending the run and they're bad at running the ball. And I was like, that plays right into our hand. If they want to throw the ball, we got defensive backs. We want to run the ball against this front, and looks like they're 32nd in the NFL. We could do that. And by the second quarter, we get down 11 points, and it's like, well, fuck running the ball. Screw yeah, that what? game plan. We did it, it even felt before like, that. It felt like if you were just watching the game and you didn't see the scoreboard, it felt like we were down 21 with the amount of times we were throwing the ball. Yeah. Um, I think Harris got 38% of his... 
38% of all offensive snaps, which is pretty low. Um, but he started the game on fire. Seven carries, 36 yards, a touchdown. And then second quarter ran the ball once. Third quarter ran the ball twice, got stuffed both times. And then the fourth quarter ran the ball once. So yeah, I, I don't understand. It was working fine. Everything was working good. We got behind a little bit. And it's just the game plan right out the window. Yeah, it seemed like they were chasing the whole time. And there was no real reason for it. Uh, the defense we were playing in the second quarter where we let up two touchdowns, it's like, are you going to make no adjustments there? You're just going to keep strolling out your shit zone defense because you're super afraid of, you know, of Deshaun Watson running the ball? I mean, that's what it seemed like. It was like, we can't have Deshaun Watson running the ball. So we're going to play zone. It doesn't matter if he throws for 300 yards all over us. We're going to make sure he doesn't run all over us. And he ca- he carved it, that zone up. It was terrible. I don't know he why still ran, too. And he still ran. They didn't do anything against ran. the run. I mean, they didn't have any rushing yards, quote-unquote. I mean, he had six carries for 36 yards. But run it, like their running backs had 13 carries for 19 yards. Like, yeah. what, 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 what are we doing? What are we doing? Why are we letting them run, throw it 37 times? We knew they weren't, they weren't going to run the ball against us, uh, just based on their track record so far this year. The, the passing, the lack of adjustments in the passing game goes exactly to your point about this being at the coach's feet, this loss. It is, yeah. What the def- it seemed like for me, and I, I'd like to get your guys' opinions on this, but it seemed like the defense we started the game with was the same defense we finished the game with, and we got torched throughout. They lose their number two and number three receivers in the first half, in the first quarter. Randall Cobb and Kenny Stills both go out. They're like, fuck it, I I guess we have to play two tight ends most of the time and then bring this Kiki Cutie, who I know was a good player when he came out of college, but he's a guy that had like four catches, six catches on the season coming into the game. This guy's catching touchdown passes and beating our defensive backs, and – the, the lack of adjustments was so glaring that they're, they're playing this contain rush scheme where Deshaun Watson's just sitting there for five seconds, scrambling a little bit, sitting yeah. there for five more seconds. And it's like, are you ever going to decide that you want to actually put pressure? Do you want to send three guys? Do you want to send six guys? No, we're just going to send four and do the exact same thing the whole game and just get carved up. Yeah, and they're missing offensive linemen too, right? Weren't they yeah, missing the left side? Missing Tunsil. Yep. Right. The whole left they, side. They're, so it really didn't make any sense. And, you know, I keep coming up with this. It keeps popping in my head. I wonder how, you know, Steve Belichick is supposedly running, you know, calling the defensive scheme. You know, obviously Bill has a big hand in it. But you saw Bill pretty pissed off in the end of the second quarter going into the half. And he threw his headset in the ground. And he's kind of yelling at Steve, but not really. And it's like, you know, is Steve calling these defenses? Is this is this what's going on? Because all the defense we're watching, all you know, it's very against Bill's normal style that we've seen of play big, go man. We really only do zone in very specific situations. You know, there's been controlled rushes in the past where they're still doing man, and they control the pass rush to make sure that he's not really getting out of the pocket too much. But you're in man, so you know you're trying to cover yourself both ways there. And we didn't do oh really none of that. And I mean, 27 so, points. This team is garbage. You know, we yeah. shouldn't be doing it. There was a lot of three or four man rushes, and and mostly three man rushes. And you look at the uh, defensive back 
snap counts and we have like seven defensive backs and three linemen and no really no linebackers um up there as far as the top guys getting snaps and i'm watching the game i'm seeing three four five guys at the line of scrimmage and then they'd all fall back into their zones or or man or whatever they're doing they're they're trying to bluff blitz on watson and the coverage the corners are playing with this deep cushion so not only are you getting pressure with your three four mm. guys max but you're you're giving the receivers time and space to get open watson needs one second that's all he needs. If you give him any kind of time whatsoever without any kind of rush from either side or the, up the middle, he's going to pick you apart, and that's exactly what happened. He yeah. was sharp. I mean, we got to give great. him that. Deshaun Watson he was sharp. Great. Yeah, he was awesome. I mean, I, I'm i surprised this team has only won two games You know, against Jacksonville. We've talked about how hard their schedule was. What did you say? It was like Kansas City, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. and Those were their cool. first three games. And yeah, then- so – they they played Minnesota their fourth game yeah they were started out zero and four and Billy O'Brien took the axe because of those opponents right and I remember you saying that that it was like what's why is he, I mean you can't expect to come out of that any better than one and three if you're a betting man um, so I mean defensively you know we thought we figured it out like you said uh, we thought we knew what we could do and what we could do positively and we didn't do it we just we just were like it it's like you see what this team is and they're not much. But they have some tricks up their sleeve. We're like, okay, like you said, we can pull these things off offensively and defensively. And the coaches, for whatever reason, are just like, no, we're yeah. not doing that. I don't care if we're good at it. You think you think we're good at running the ball with Damian Harris? He's only getting 11 carries this game. Oh, you you think you know we're we're good at man coverage? Well, we we don't we're not going to do it. We we just don't want to do it. I don't get it. I, well, you do. I just to- don't see. Sorry, go ahead. You do you do get that that man coverage where the defensive backs turn their back on the quarterback. It right, no, I get an that. Issue for running the ball, but that's why they were rushing the way they were, where they were. Right. You know, Dietrich Wise is just he's playing patty cake the whole time. I'm watching this one play. Yeah. He's playing patty patty cake the whole time. He's not trying to get to the quarterback. He's just trying to keep yeah. the lineman. He's trying to keep contain around Deshaun Watson. That's why you do that. Maybe you put a a, a spy in there, Josh Uche did a pretty good job against Lamar Jackson doing exactly that. And that allows you to play man coverage on the backside. You don't have to do all three levels defending against the run. If he's carving you up through the air, you need to put some resources to stop that. That's what man coverage would do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still need to get some kind of pressure. If you're sending three guys, I mean, none of those guys on our line right now can beat any, I mean, double teams, forget it. You're not, no one on our line is beating that. And, I think Winovich is a good player, but I think he needs guys around him to to suck up uh, a, a guy or two. You know. Yeah, yeah. We we don't. We definitely don't have that. I mean, we definitely don't have that guy that is just, you know, a, a force up front like a high tower type of guy. Lawrence guy is pretty close, but he's dealing with a litany of in- injuries right now. It's like his shoulder, his knee. It's like you can't yeah. expect him to be just absolutely dumb. You know one of the better D tackles like he usually is. He's dealing with a lot of shit. I know a lot of guys are, but you're right. You don't have that player on defense in the front seven. It's like he's going to win his matchup majority of the time. Winovich is definitely the best pass rusher, and the advanced stats show that out. His like his pressures as a percentage of his pass rush snaps yeah. is top five in the NFL. Really? Yeah. 
He's been playing good. I mean, he plays know. pretty well. And I think with him and Uche, they'll be okay. But they actually have to try to get to the quarterback. you got to yeah. set them loose and actually tell them, hey, we want you to get there. We don't want you to just yeah. stay on the outside of the quarterback. It's like they, they, it was like they were afraid that they were gonna, Deshaun was going to run for 200 yards on us. It's like, yeah. let him, for and, Christ's sake. Yeah, in the meantime, he's throwing for 350, and we can't cover Jordan Aikens. Come on, yeah. we got to be better than that. Deshaun Watson is not Lamar Jack. He he wants to throw the ball. You know what I mean? It's not like right. he was gonna he was gonna run for 150 yards on us no matter what. You know what I mean? Like he's a guy that wants to throw. So I mean, I look at yeah. Lamar Jackson. That's a guy that wants to run. Same with Kyler Murray. Well, I don't know why they were. It was like they were afraid. You know what I mean? Man, how about I felt like they were afraid? Right. Lamar Jackson, then Deshaun Watson, then Kyler Murray. I mean, we're getting the most athletic quarterbacks in the NFL back-to-back-to-back. But we'll get more into that later about the Cardinals. The one thing to just note real quick about the Patriots' defense and the lack of adjustments, as I phrased it, they gave up 21 points in the first half, six in the second. That is true. That's improvement. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's adjustment. It was... It's one of those games where you look at the score and you say, okay, 27-20, like, good game, close game. But the, perf- the performance was not – the performance was much worse than the result. Let me say it like that. that for me, that's the way I felt about it. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, you know? let's turn our attention to the offense. So we, we got um, all up in arms about the way they moved away from their bread and butter, which I think all of us view as that I formation – run it to Damian Harris on the left side, run play action off of it. Way a ton of time. I I would imagine 60% of the snaps were out of the shotgun in this game. However, Cam Newton throws for 350 yards. Demir Bird goes off and shows a a way more diverse route tree than I've seen him run ever. They throw the ball to Nikhil Harry, which we've been screaming about for weeks. I mean, a a lot of things opened up offensively. They lose Rex, Rex Burkhead, which is unfortunate uh comes at a good time with sony michelle getting healthy again but yeah. they they really opened up the offense in a way that that we've been asking for and it feels like at the detriment of you know moving away from that that prime running game but they showed a lot of good things elsewhere yeah no i mean they they definitely got some things going there james white also put together one of his better receiving games we've seen um i mean demir bird like you said Killed it. He had, you know, that big tough 42 long, 42 yard pass for a touchdown over the top, which was nice. You've been seeing that be open, and Cam hasn't been able to hit it. He finally hit it, which was great. I just, as you know, they only scored 20 points, and you look at the stat sheet, and it's like, why didn't they score more? Well, they should have stuck to the run, as we all said. It was, it was becoming kind of predictable, but it was really just a play calling at certain times. It's like, I know, um, you know, our, our, Isaiah Wynn went down, was like third quarter, which definitely hurt them because uh, our boy Illuminor over there comes in and he made some fucking mistakes right off the bat at left tackle, which I know that last one of the last plays, I think when Cam got sacked on a first down or something in the last series, it's like Illuminor got blown up, Izzo got blown up, Izzo just looks terrible. And it's not even like these guys are bad. There's just one or two people that are just making an critical horrible mistake on some of these plays and we can't come back from it and part you know some of it's play calling some of it's on the players but i still throw this one up to coaching statistically and and really just watching the game we were moving the ball i thought we did a lot of we did a lot of good things cam looked okay 
for the most part. I know he had a lot of yards, but I, I think his shoulder is gone. There's something there. There's something there, you, man. There's something, his arm angle when he throws the ball is way too low. Um, he's throwing at people's face masks. Like, I think he did it four times in the game. Four or five times. He's throwing at people's face masks because his arm angle is so low. It's like... The announcers are saying J.J. Watt made a great play by jumping. He didn't jump at all. He didn't have yeah. to jump. He, you know, four batted and passes then, by J.J. Watt. But he did do some good things. A lot of balls in the dirt again to open guy. The easiest throws in football are the seem to be the hardest for him. I don't know why. Um, he can't throw he to the had, flat. Yeah, he's not good at throwing into the flat. And then on the flea flicker, kind of the reverse side of the field flea flicker, he. Uh, I think he ended up hitting Myers on that route. But even the announcer said a bird was wide open for like 40 yards down the field. That would have been, you know, a a massive day for bird. Um, I think there's a lot of good things going on with our receiving group, even though, you know, it seems to be an easy target for people to pick on. Um, But it was just really untimely bad plays, like throwing into face masks and throwing in the dirt. And they killed quite, I think, quite a few of our drives. Definitely. He, yeah, I, I loved seeing Demir Bird catch more than just a comeback. He, mm-hmm. that, that throw on the, on the deep, uh, I, I think it was either a seam route or just a really skinny post where he threw it over the head of the defensive back and dropped it right in. Great catch, good ball. Uh, he, he hit Bird on a deep out on the left sideline that was right over the linebacker and right before the cornerbacks. Great. Nice. Throw, like 20 mm-hmm. yards downfield. And yeah, it's extremely frustrating how he's able to hit that. But if you try to throw it into the flat or three yards down the field in the middle of the field, it's getting swatted or it's going directly into the pellets, the rubber pellets and the, the turf grass. Yeah. Uh, it's extremely uh, frustrating. Quickly, on uh, one of them, it was to the, the left flanker, uh, the X. Um, he, he like double pumped. It was very early in the game. He double pumped and hesitated. And then he threw the ball. Obviously, Brad... Bradley Roby had all day to react to it, and he and he dropped the pick, and it would have been a pick six for sure. Um, I don't know if you yeah. guys remember that play. Yeah, it was a quick hitch on the left sideline. Yeah, hit him right in the chest, and got away with one right there. Uh, yeah, James White was huge in the game. The the thing Cam Newton didn't run the ball basically at all in this game. Another one of those games where it's like you just you have a weapon and you don't use it, and guess who's happy at about all. that? The defense. They're the ones that right. are happy about it. Uh, but he was he was moving the ball through the air. What what it came down to for me is definitely the the batted passes. Some of the negative plays offensively were huge. Damian Harris got stopped for a number of negative runs, and I think as soon as it wasn't like the Josh will deal with two yard runs and stick with it, but negative two yard runs, and they it seemed like they were like fuck that. We'll move away from that. In the in the fourth quarter, the Patriots have a drive that last 16 plays, they go all the way down the field, slowly, methodically, takes 10 minutes off the clock. We get into first and 10 at the Houston 15-yard line, 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, down four points. Yeah. And I think we're down seven points at the time. And, uh, and Cam gets sacked. And then this is where the play calling gets shitty, is he gets sacked on first down. So now we're second and 19, and then it's like, okay, handoff, screen pass, kick a field goal. That's it. Like, let's not try to score a mm-hmm. touchdown right here. Even though we're, we're in scoring territory, we're still in the red zone. Yeah, they were down four yeah. at the time. 
we need a touchdown. A field goal doesn't get us to a tie ball game right here, but it's so conservative in that situation. Texans go down, get a field goal. Now we're in a situation where we need that touchdown still. And this is where we, we get into there. Uh, we get inside the 30-yard line for the Texans, but we can't convert and we turn it over on downs. And this yeah. is where the game gets decided on, those two possessions. Right. And it's, it's a momentum thing. It's a play-calling thing. Josh outsmarts himself at times. And it's like, you're right. I mean, we're on the 15-yard line. We have our, one of the best running games in the league with plenty of time. Why wouldn't you run it on first down? Why don't you have Cam? Well, I don't care. You know, Damian Harris first down, second or third down. Hatlet, hey, Cam, if you need to run for a first down, if you need to wait for guys to get open downfield and there's no one open, go. We've talked about this. It's like that's something that obviously the offense does well. It keeps it kind of keeps a balance to the offense where the defense now can't cheat one way or the other because they have to watch out for it. And we just have gone away from it. Like, we don't have everything to lose. It's like, you guys are playing yourselves out of the fucking playoffs with these losses, and you're not throwing all your shit on the table. You're like, well, we need to, you know, Josh McDonald's, well, you know, we, we run Tom Brady's offense, and we're going to run Tom Brady's offense, and you need to make the decisions like Tom Brady's offense. The one thing I'll give the Cam why I'm not, you know, putting this loss or, you know, as much on him is because he – his issue before was protecting the football. He's still got these bad throws and stuff, but when he's making those bad throws and isn't protecting the football as much, I know, you know, Roby can't catch the ball, so that might have been a lot different. But he's really trying to be careful with the football, so I'll give him a lot of credit for that. As as much as I want to put this game on, you know, it's it, this is a defensive loss for me i mean we move the ball pretty well on offense i I can't really fault the offense too much in this game um for me it was just deshaun watson picking us apart that was that was the biggest difference with with the d squad in terms of skill position players that were available to him he had half of his offensive line was out the more important half the better skilled half and uh he doesn't even have to use his legs he just sits there and picks us apart and I mean, the tight ends, the goddamn tight ends, staring yeah. across the field going, what, can we get one of those guys? How, we, we've got a, a literal zero at that position for this whole year, and they got three guys that they don't yeah. even want to play. They want to play receivers. They want to go three, yeah. three, four wide. They don't even want these guys on the field, and they're tearing us apart. Yeah, like, and I mean. Just send one over to us. Literally, for a fifth rounder, they'd probably be willing to part with it. Uh, Duggar had a. Duggar had a really tough time against them too. Doug, yeah, he was. He's got to get better in coverage. Uh, he had a lot of tackles. He's we a have great we had four yeah. leading DBs as our tacklers, which is just a terrible sign for anything. Um, the the thing Gilmore came back this game, and something about Gilmore is here's the best man, one of the best man players in the league, and you're getting torn up. Like, hey, Bill, why don't you just suffocate the tight ends by putting Gilmore on one of them? Or something. Just do so. You didn't even see him really in the game. He made a couple good tackles. That's great. He's the reigning defensive MVP and him coming back into this, into the defense, and you have one of your worst defensive performances. I mean, it's not, I don't think he was, it's not like he was flopping on the ground. That's a coaching issue. Why aren't you using your best fucking weapon on the defense and have him make a difference? Like, why didn't you trade him if that's what's happening? There's no point on, on 
him being in the team right now. What I, I'm looking at, if I'm a DB on this team come Monday morning or, you know, last Monday morning, I'm pissed off. They hung you out to dry. You know what I mean? You're sitting there covering guys, whether you're in man or you're in zone, and there's nothing you're going to do to Deshaun Watson. He's he's you got to cover all day. You know what I mean? All day. Yeah, you can't do it. Can't be done. And got to convert in the red zone, though. Got to do that. Yeah. Offensively. And this is where the, the, the play calling continues to be an issue. Uh, going into the fourth quarter, I mean, the, these it's are like, crucial possessions. Yeah. It's like they have some of the, enough right parts. I know it's a, not a talented team, you know, nearly as talented as we've seen. But it's almost like it's like a gear. And the two gears just aren't clicking. They're like just not catching the groove between coaching and player talent. Like they can't. We think they find the a way, you know, a rhythm or a vibe to go with, or an offense or a scheme. And it's like, great, look at that. They did it. Why, you know, why can't they do? It? And they just can't. There's some kind of communication breakdown between the two, and they can't fucking figure it out. And they're running out of time. I, the hail mary. Did you guys find it odd that we he couldn't get the ball to the end zone there? Oh, I knew he couldn't. No, I knew he couldn't. You know, what, what was that, a 50-yard throw? That was I, like knew, 50, 50, I knew he had yard no throw. fucking chance. Dude, that looks painful watching you him see, throw, man. You see those those little, you know, those little passes that he has to he, – he, all of his throws he has to put a lot of effort. Like, you watch Tom Brady throw the ball, and there's – you know, you notice when Brady puts effort into it, but like 20, 30 yards downfield, sometimes he's just slinging the ball with – it doesn't look – it looks so easy for him. And some of these, you know – Patrick Mahomes, it looks so fucking easy. Cam, every throw looks like he's he's got to put a lot into it, and that's why I yeah. think those, those little throws are so like off the turf, like you said, Granny, off the pebbles. It's like because he's finally okay. That's an easy one. I can I don't have to put a lot into it, and he doesn't. It's like, dude, wow, you need to put more into every throw. And when you see that from a player, you just know. You know I saw. I was like, we're 60, 65 yards out. Like he can't. He can't do it. Some can't do some it. Some of the balls though are thrown too hard. Like the one. There was one to Damian Harris that he bobbled. I think it was in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And it was like, him. why did you whip that at him, man? He just. <laughs> he's by himself. Just quick little toss to him, man. It's not that he can't do deal. it. He can't do it. It's very strange. <laughs> Brady did the exact same thing on Monday night. He. Yeah, chucked one at Leonard Fournette from about six feet away. Uh, it's it's a thing for quarterbacks. It's a thing. But yes, Cam Newton's arm strength is deteriorated, without a doubt. Uh, you watch, yeah, Brady it zings out of his hand. Justin Herbert has an absolute cannon. I cannon. Mean, Patrick Mahomes is is a is a freak of nature. You can't even compare anybody to him. But I, I thought it was good. I thought he did a lot of good things in the passing game, Cam did. I would like to see him be more involved in the run game, and I would like to see them be uh, less uh, willing to move away from their bread and butter. That's their thing. That's yeah. what the Texans wanted. And and I find it hard to believe that, that Belichick and this staff, and I know the defensive staff has been gutted over the years with, with people getting drawn away, uh, but I find it hard to believe that this staff would get outcoached that drastically by a team that lost its head coach week, four weeks into the season has a, a geriatric head coach and Romeo Cornell who's never been successful anywhere and I love Romeo love Romeo by the mm. way he was squeezed into whatever he was wearing <laughs> oh man he was wedged yeah. into that clothing but 
And I mean, did you see the guy calling the defensive plays? I'm like, I'm not scared of that guy for a second. No, calling no. the offensive plays. I mean, any of them. The whole <laughs> thing was a sh- goddamn sham. We shouldn't have lost this game. We, if, if they were pretty. I mean, though, the thing that we really needed that we never had, there was no turnovers. We never picked up no. Deshaun Watson. We were like, hey, Deshaun, we're going to let you kind of do whatever you want back there as long as you don't make a mistake. If you make a mistake, we might win. And he didn't make a mistake. No mistakes. That's. I think we needed to blitz a little bit more than we were. And I don't know if it's a fear thing, but I think Steve Belichick's calling the plays, and I just worry that he's being protected too much, you know? And, like, yeah. at some point, you know, I don't know if, if it's a nepotism thing, but you you got to have production. And at some point, I wonder, I just wonder if he's going to be held accountable, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, defensively, you know, we've talked about it. They have no linebackers. and I mean, going into the season, I didn't think their talent level was as bad as it is, as bad as it's shown, right? Like, you see these players, you're like, okay, if a couple of these guys do this, a couple, you know, and it's, the middle linebacker situation is dire, but you put John Simon there and it's not that bad. You're like, okay, he's not great. He's bottom half of the league, but at least he's serviceable. The talent isn't as bad. I mean, offensively, you're missing talent. Defensively, you're not missing as much talent to be shredded like this. That's supposed to happen. There's a there's a rumor going around that Hightower is considering retiring. I don't know if you guys heard that. Could you believe so. I, I couldn't blame him, and, and honestly, he's made plenty of money, and he's getting three older. Super so. Bowls, I and mean, what else does he have to prove? He's made plays on the absolute biggest stage. Big play, Hightower. He's, that, yeah. That's what he does. He's had a, Would be. a buttload of injuries in his time with, with New England, and he's, what, 30 years old? He was drafted in 2012. If so I were him. fucking him, I'd be out. Why the it would be, so- oh, my God. Like, he would yep. be nice to have right now. He would definitely oh, be nice to have right now. As a, I mean, Holy I have shit. his jersey in my in my closet. I, I want him back. I want him back ASAP. But I, yeah. I do it. too. Why would you want to come back and, and and go to a unit that doesn't really know what they're doing? It feels well, I mean, like he, I feel like he would be the guy if you put him in there. He'd be the defense would be that much better he's already. Exactly what you need right now. Yeah. <laughs> Bentley Bentley is not it. Um, man, he got trucked. Him oh, and dude, Kevin just seeing simultaneously him double trucked by yeah. a quarterback. That's yeah, it. I mean, dude, Bentley's bad. We've been saying that all year. McCordy, I feel like both McCordys are definitely showing their ages. Devin's dropped so many interceptions this year. Just stop He's dropping dropped. the picks. Hang on to him. Yeah, stop dropping the picks. He's. I mean, I know they're kind of playing him in the Duran Harmon, the deep safety role, a little more than kind of. The underneath safety, which he's more comfortable with and he's more effective at, but I don't know if it's not enough guys up front, but he just, just doesn't look as good. Yeah, I, I hear you guys, but I, th- I think we got some much bigger holes in that defense that I'd be more concerned with. You know, oh, yeah. This, this you guys just made me think of an interesting question. If you could pick any defensive player currently active that you could add to this team defense, who would it be? Aaron Donald. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say Aaron Donald too. I mean, just because he's so such a beast. But yeah. I was just thinking, I who, also who like fits what what the 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 shape of the hole is like exactly Dante Hightower in my mind. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, if I mean, had him, he'd be the glue because he can call the defense too. And draw the whoever's doing that right now doesn't. But Donald, I don't know if they know what yeah. the fuck's going on. Donald would just make the defense. Yeah. Like, also, have a I mean, defense with him. 
Love Akeem Hicks. Still pissed we got rid of him. Dude, you're, you're a, I mean, there's a lot of middle linebackers I would I would definitely love to have. Uh, Wagner comes to mind. He's just a solid player, man. And he wouldn't even probably cost that much at, at this age. You know, Bobby Wagner, the middle linebacker. Oh, yeah, of course. I think he makes like 10, 11 a year. There's some He's such a good that, player. I, I bring Patrick Willis out of retirement. Bring that dude back. Shit, yeah. active. So you're already going. <laughs> I, know, I know I'm going backwards. By the way, Akeem Hicks. I, I get you. 2018 Akeem Hicks, he was unstoppable. But I don't know if you've seen him this year. He's injured all the time. He's just He was injured all last year. I've only seen him in one game against he's Tampa. Not, and he he's not the great. same game. Not the same guy. You'll have a chance to watch him on Sunday Night Football against the Packers. Look, I, th- I think we bitched enough about this game. It's a really unfortunate one. It's, it's uh, you know, the Broncos game was extremely frustrating. And guess who's ahead of us in the standings now? The fucking Broncos. Yeah, go figure. Patriots are well, here, 11th in the conference. 11th. So here's your question for you. Yeah. Are, are playoff hopes anything you guys done? What do you think? Done. No way. I'm done. Right, I, so. I think it's done. I They got to run the table. I mean, I can't see him. I can't see him winning nine, ten games. After that performance, you can see him winning five of the next game. Next uh, five of the next how many games left? Part six of, games. Part of Eight? what they're. No, six. Yeah, so this year with the seven teams going into the playoffs, you would think at least one nine and seven team eight is going to make it. It's eight. It's up to eight. So you eight got to think definitely. If, uh, I think that's if they add a week, another week for COVID, but I, it's probably going to be – they're probably just going to I think eight is an if. Seven is a definite. But either yeah. way, what I'm saying is that it, you, it was ten wins. Now it's probably nine wins. Probably that's enough. And what – uh, when you're talking about wild cards, which is the only thing that's on the plate right now for the Patriots, wild cards, the number one tiebreaker after head-to-head is conference record. And one of the difficult things for the, the Pats and the rest of the AFC East is for your out-of-conference schedule, which is less important for playoff standings but can really bring you down. Uh, they're playing the NFC West. They're playing the best division in football this year. Yeah. And that, that goes with, you know, we're, we're playing the Cardinals this weekend. Already played the Seahawks and the Niners and then fuck the Rams. But, geez, they, they look pretty darn good on Monday Night Football. And, <clears throat> you know, that, that really brings them down a notch. I still think they have a chance. And there are a lot of teams that are going to have a ton of division games where they're going to beat up on each other. I mean, the Ravens, Browns, and Steelers are all ahead of us right now. And they're, they're all going to have to play each other yeah. over the next couple months. I'm I'm sitting here saying the the Ravens look pretty shitty. They look pretty shitty. They're looking at they they lose the tiebreaker with the Patriots. Uh, if it comes down to that, they have the Steelers coming up on Sunday. That game got moved out of Thanksgiving, and then they're gonna have to play the Browns again. They're gonna have to play a number of difficult games coming up. And and there's you can look at all the d- different teams with their schedules. Uh, yeah. But there's a chance. But they do have to go five and one down the stretch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I. I'm always hopeful. I'm always positive. I think there's a chance. I know that, yeah, like you said, John, teams have to lose, and it's unlikely. I think there's a chance. I'm hoping they run the table. I guess I'm at the point, though. It's like, great, we made the playoffs. Um, unless things look wildly better over that span of going 5-1 and one and 6-0 and oh, if they pull it off, uh, I don't think we're going to go anywhere in the playoffs is really what it comes down to. It's like, right. great. So, so what are we going to do? We great. You know, what's the difference between eight and eight, nine and seven, nine and seven, 
okay, great, nine and seven, you make the playoffs, and you get smacked in the mouth in the division round. Is there a chance we go farther? Maybe, but like I said, we'd have to see some, you know, all 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 fucking pistons and gears cooking for the and in that six and zero for them to make a difference. And I, I think they can do it. I think they can get there. I just don't know if it's you know a big deal for them to get to the playoffs. I don't know if they're gonna be a contender. I don't know if it's just the way I'm programmed for the last 20 years, just being used to like, hey, we're either going to win the Super Bowl or or we're not. You know what I mean? But yeah. now it's like I have to be content with making the playoffs, you know, and I'm just not used to that. I think it's been since like either 2000. I think we were five and 11. But I remember all I can remember back to the 95 season where it was like we didn't have any hope that things were going to get better. We had Bledsoe, but he all he did was throw picks. And it was like, blood cell. you know, if we if we're just satisfied with making the playoffs. And by the way, going five and one, I don't I don't know, you know, what you've seen really to expect that. I, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm happy and I understand the optimism. But like, we almost lost to the Jets. We just lost to Houston, and it wasn't, you know, a good performance. We didn't get unlucky. We got outplayed and outcoached. So I'm just looking at. Arizona, and if we lose to Arizona, by the way, we're we're out, right? That's like, it. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, and I think then, I think you. Yeah, per, I mean, unless kids, shit right? really goes down. If you're if you're four and seven, do you start to play kids? You start to play the kids, and and maybe even put in Stidham and see what you got, and and hope you can get a high draft pick. And do you do that? Do you? I don't. Not so much tank. But I, I mean, think I think with the four wins, the high draft pick is. Yeah, I mean, I. Bill's not going to intend. Bill's going to want to win every game he can. You know, there's so many bad teams in the NFL right now. I'm I'd be surprised if you can get into the top ten. We're in but the top by 10. the same token, are we? There's uh, there's ten teams in the AFC with a better record than us. We're I think we're tied with Denver for drafts. And what? In, oh, for are we? I thought we were twelve. Whatever. We were 12. Whatever. It's all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree, and I. I, I can guarantee I would not put money on the Patriots making the playoffs right now. <laughs> I, I can see it happening. I could see it. There's a path. Uh, There's a lot of I hope, I hope that, so. that can happen. Uh, can 2020 deal one more blow to some other team? Yeah, right. Uh, you know, the only thing I, I do honestly wish for, and I heard someone say this on the radio, is that basically, yeah, the, the, the playoff, the road to the playoffs looks pretty slim right now. If they could just make it interesting. I'd be happy yeah. if they can just make it competitive enough where, Hey, maybe week 15, 16, 17, it's like, okay, if this team loses and you win this one, you know what I mean? That whole thing, at least because that'll be fun. I don't, you know, if they go two and two and four over the next six games and just like suck and go six and 10, it's like, woof. Like, why'd you start Cam Newton? Mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want that to be the, 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 uh, off season discussion, you know, discussion i'd much rather it be like wow they almost made it you know that jacoby myers and uh, demir bird and um you know isaiah went on a tackle and they're they're owenu and a couple of these guys damian look at that they look pretty good huh and, oh this guy came up around defense that's not bad i'd like some positive shit to talk about instead of like yeah well, reboot cut them all call it a day bill's done all this shit i don't want to hear it need to go that far Sally on a positive face. note yeah yeah, right. yeah, on a positive note as well, uh, Aussie Aussie practiced. Full full practice he did. participant. He did. Let's see if he oh. can get a fucking catch. 
Yeah. See if we can get Defense. something from the tight end position. So now the yeah Patriots dropped to four and six. Like we said, they are currently when when they do those uh, diagrams of the the playoff hunt, they're not even on the list. So yeah. let's put that out of our mind for now. Uh, but elsewhere this weekend, this was upset weekend. This it was a really weird weekend of football. I mean, uh, we got on here and talked about Browns and and Eagles, and that was a. It turned out to be a pretty close game. It wasn't for most of the way. Uh, Joe Burrow goes down with an injury. Then Ryan Finley comes in and looks horrendous, and to the point where the, he already got benched for next week's game as the Bengals quarterback. Wow. The Ravens were up for a while on the Titans. That game ends up getting tied up, going to overtime, and then Derrick Henry is just unstoppable. Just unstoppable. A.J. Brown, too, on that drive, that last drive. Oh, my God. What an animal, dude. He's love, just carrying people around. I love when this shit happens when there's, like, multiple incredible skill position players from the same college, and you're like, what happened? Who was yeah. the quarterback for that team when it's like yeah. Ole Miss, you had D.K. Metcalf yeah. and A.J. Brown, and you guys were not good on offense? <laughs> I, I got to look possible? it up. Who is that quarterback? I don't... It's probably someone like Finley, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it was. Jesus. It might have been uh, Chad so, Kelly. So Nathan Peterman, did he go back to school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Some of the, oh, the upsets that happened, the Chargers almost lost to the Jets. They almost gave it away. I mean, they tried their hardest. They really did. The Broncos yeah. beat up on the Dolphins. Tua gets pulled out of that game. Fitzy comes back in. For some reason, Fitzpatrick decided at age 36, 37, you know what? I'm a mobile quarterback now. I'm going to be a power-running quarterback. That's yeah. all he does. Have you watched this? He runs. He runs a lot. He runs a lot, and he runs head first. Why can't our fucking quarterback do that? Because he's on a one-year deal, and he wants a big oh, God. He's not getting shit. His neck hurts. Yeah. Tua got benched, huh? Tua got benched. Yeah. But he's coming back. He's going to start this week. But he looked bad. Vic Fangio figured out something. You yeah. leave it to, to somebody smart like that, they figure out something about you. And yeah. it's like, They're not going to win a lot. They're just going to let the rest of the league know, oh, this is how you beat this sack of shit. It's, it's the classic Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia figures out quarterbacks. And that's it. And that's it. And then they <laughs> usually lose tight games to those quarterbacks, but then they lose every other game. Right. But they. Yeah. But at least he he gets you on the scent. Gets you in that direction like, hey, yeah. everybody, if you just fucking do this little tweak. He's just doing favors for the rest of the league. That's all. Literally. That's what Vic Fangio <laughs> did to the Rams, to Jared Goff in 2018. Vic Fangio with the Bears as a defensive coordinator. Jared Goff looked like dog shit in that game and then Belichick yeah. was like I'll take exactly that game plan into yeah, the Super Bowl right. and there you go yeah. it up. Uh, Colts beat the Packers took overtime it, it's like Crazy. they won despite Phillip Rivers that's the way yeah. Phillip Rivers is banged up too I don't think he practiced today they put Jacoby in to make a deep pass they took him out a few times I mean, uh, Dallas how did Dallas win I still don't understand pretty, I don't get it either because Adam Thielen was playing his butt off. Eric Cousins led the, the game in passing. Dalvin Cook led it in rushing. And Adam Thielen re- led the game Dude, in receiving. And they still fucking lost. You see that what a player Dalvin catch? Cook is, though, man. You see C.D. Lamb's touchdown catch? Yeah. Thielen Insane. had a great yeah. one-hander, too. That was a receiver's I love, I love C.D. Lamb. He was my favorite receiver coming out this year. Me He's so good. 
Yeah, he's a beast. Me too. But and then you look around and you're like, oh, I mean, the, I would probably take like two other receivers over him right now in this year's draft. Justin Jefferson for sure. Holy shit! All right. Puts up he puts up numbers every game, man. That kid's unbelievable. Yeah. And then Vegas almost beat Kansas City. I know. It's like they have the blue. What? What were they thinking on that last play? They left Kelsey by himself in the end zone. Yeah, uh, there was no one for seven yards. Was, Where is everyone? Classic twenty seconds to defense. go. Well, you saw twenty seconds happens. to go for the game. The the safety bit up on Mahomes. He's like, oh, Mahomes is at twenty-five. Up, yeah. He's a bigger threat than Kelsey standing yep. in the end zone. Yeah, and the and the and the other corner, I don't know his name, number twenty for the Ravens is like, what the hell, the fuck are you doing, man? Like, because <laughs> he was covering the receiver on the on the other side, and it was just like wide open. I, I couldn't believe that, oh, man. Brutal. You knew. Brutal. I was I was watching twenty seconds final, to go. I was watching that final drive, and I'm like, the Raiders scored too fast. They knew it. I was watching that possession, like just slow it down. Slow it down. Don't do it so fast. Ugh. Yeah, they went too fast. And hey, then the back final. Uh, Tennessee-Baltimore. Did you see Des Bryant out there making plays? No. Was he no, actually really? out there making plays? Yeah, he actually did a little bit. I was like, it's kind of nice to see him back, you know? I like Des Bryant. Stunning. I always loved Des Bryant. It's been like three years. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Brady plays host to the Rams. His first time seeing McVay and Aaron Donald and the whole crew since the Super Bowl. And... uh yeah, that watching that game, I was just so frustrated with how it was. All, it was third and nine every possession for the Bucks. I'm like, why is it Shit, always like, third and nine? Third and nine. What are you doing, are you doing first doing and second first? down? Uh, uh, I was like, wh- they, they were one. just in like in, impossible third down conversion scenarios the entire time. Do something yeah, it else. So, it was terrible. They were having Brady just try and chuck it, air it out. I mean, Mike Evans made a great play early on. That was pretty sick to uh, score a touchdown. But they were Brady. I don't know, man. I wonder if his age his age is getting to him a little bit. He uh, he didn't look great. He didn't look great. Their offensive line is banged up there. They have all these weapons, and it's just the coaching down there. I mean, we're 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 mad about our coaching. The reason we're so mad about our coaching is because you know Bill in this great. You know, normal staff, they've obviously been stripped of a lot of coaches, has been, you know, taken down to the level of normalcy. Like, why are you making these mistakes that other guys are making? Bruce Arians is the definition of we're going to make mistakes on Sunday (laughs) or Monday because that's what we do. And then you listen to him explain it. He is just so full of shit. It's unbelievable. I don't understand how he's been a coach this long. I think he's complete fraud. I think he sucks as a coach. I've always been a little weary of him but like the things he says it's like dude who are you trying to like who are you trying to be good, helpful for you think you're just like oh i'm just gonna straight shoot it like it is it's like oh yeah but then anyone <laughs> shits you shits on you and you're like well that's not my fault so you're not a straight shooter you're just full of shit that's what i think <laughs> there you go yeah i mean i thought i thought golf looked pretty good too though i don't want to take he anything did. away from the rams he did. I, I, I don't want to take too much. shit on Goff for so long, and he actually looked okay. I feel like people overreact in these games. Like, that was a close game. I mean, Brady made a terrible throw at the end. But overall, like, I didn't think he was as bad as everyone else was making him out to be. I would have taken him. You know what I mean? I'd rather have him right now. He's got 25 touchdowns. How many does Cam have? Oh Three? God. Yeah. You know? I'd rather have him in a heartbeat. 
Literally, it's 25, and Cam has three passing touchdowns. You know, and I don't want to shit on Cam too much because he's, you know, there's you could do worse than Cam Newton for sure. But I don't know, man. I don't want to take anything away from the Rams either. I thought they played well. They've been looking good. Um, I think that's a team defense on the up. Defense is playing great. The defense yeah. is playing well. The Cooper Cup is a player. Um, Woods, player. I mean, we'll see. I couldn't we'll see, believe. Man. Do you see that stat during that game that? That was the first time the Rams in the history of that franchise, which is over 70 years, uh, first time they'd have two receivers with 10 catches in the same game. Oh, no like, shit. Like, greatest show on turf. They never had yeah. two receivers with 10 catches. Yeah, Isaac Bruce, right? Torrey Holt. That was a good oh, fucking team. That's bizarre. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, but those, those guys were uncoverable. Oh. Cooper Cup's so good with the ball in his hands. And Robert Woods is in my top three favorite players in the NFL right now. Dude, all the people Buffalo has let go over the years, there's a lot of good players. There's another SC kid, right? Yeah. You're talking like Marshawn Lynch? Marshawn Lynch, Sammy Watkins left there and has just found a good role. I mean, I don't like Sammy Watkins, but he's done way more than he ever did. He was a bust at Buffalo. Absolute bust. Now he's solid number two. Sure. Yeah, I mean, he was unhealthy in Buffalo. But it's they, they yeah. traded him for a first-round pick. It's not like they traded him for nothing. J.P. Lossman? Come on. JP lost, dude. I forgot about JP. I'm kidding. That was, you know, he just. Who's the other kid from Florida State? Big kid, EJ Manuel. We've had a lot of fucking bad quarterbacks. That 2013 draft was the worst on record. EJ Manuel or Geno Smith? Who's gonna be good? Oh Oh, god. Okay, let's talk about the Patriots. Are gonna be playing the the Arizona Cardinals this week. Cardinals have been one of the. Most fun teams to watch so far this year. I mean, the, just their games with the, the Seahawks alone have just been a ton of fun, including last week when, when they unfortunately went down, for their sake, unfortunately went down to uh, Seattle after they beat them in overtime earlier this season. This game will be in New England where the Patriots actually have an okay record. They're 1-4 and four on the road. They're only 3-2 uh, and two at home only. Yes. <clears throat> Kyler Murray comes in leading the number one offense in the NFL. He's, I mean, he's electric. He's, he's only like 5'9". He looks like he might be about 5'3". But dude's got wheels. He's got all kinds of elusiveness. He extends plays. And he's got the type of arm strength that if Baker Mayfield had it, he'd be great. But Baker <laughs> Mayfield doesn't have that much arm talent or the vision that, that Kyler Murray does. Mm-hmm. at this point uh, in his career where Kyler's really skyrocketing with the, the addition of DeAndre Hopkins. Kenyon Drake looks great in the backfield. Chase Edmonds is dangerous, dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know Bill's thinking about him in the backfield. I mean, there, there's a lot to handle with this offense. This is the number two rushing offense in the NFL, and a lot of that has to do with Kyler Murray. By the way, he's got more rushing yards than Lamar Jackson, just saying. Um and then they, they have all those backs to go along with it, and they're throwing the ball really effectively. Their head coach is offensive-oriented. I mean, it's got all those things working in the same direction. Defense is so-so, very much so-so. But, yeah. I mean, what, what, what do you guys see in this game? Is How does this matchup look? Um, just off the top of my head, with Stephon Gilmore being back, he always has matched up great against DeAndre. He has always kind of been DeAndre Hopkins' kryptonite when you know we've gone down to yeah, uh, Houston, and they battled against each other. He's, you know, uh, always won. So I feel like that's he. The it's Kyler. There's the Kyler Murray show and DeAndre Hopkins show. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins has 912 yards at this point, 
Uh, he's the reason they won the game against Buffalo because, you know, that great catch around all those defenders. I mean, it was a good throw and everything. It runs through those guys, and I think you can do well against DeAndre Hopkins. And it also really it depends on what team the Patriots show up, you know, what Patriots team shows up. If we go in running the same fucking defense we did last week against Deshaun Watson where it's like, we're going to give you all the time in the world. We're going to let you run the ball as much as you'd like, and you can throw as well. So we might not even walk out with the defense. <laughs> it's like, if we go out with that game plan, we're fucking done. It's not even worth talking about. If we can figure out how to play man, try and contain Murray a little bit, and try and hit him. Whatever happened to just hitting the fucking quarterbacks? Remember? Wasn't that always our best game plan? Hey, just hit him. It doesn't matter if the whistle blows. You still hit him. Take a penalty once in a while. Beat the shit out of Kyle Murray and cover DeAndre Hopkins on man, and you might win. Yeah. Then you still have to cover uh, Fitzgerald and Yeah, Fitzgerald's a ghost uh, of Christian Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk's Uh, a player. I'll give you that. He's a good player. And Edmonds is good. They got yep. some talent. I mean, they're number one offense, so they they definitely. It's a loaded offense, and it's it's not just run or pass. It's then you get the quarterback running too, and he's unbelievable when he gets in the open. It's a lot to deal with, um, but like you said, it depends on uh, which Patriots team shows up, man. Because if the one that shows up in in Baltimore is there, and maybe I don't know what the weather looks like, but we could use another hurricane, couldn't we? Oh, um, that would be fantastic. That would be awesome. Uh, I think it's supposed to be in like the 40s, 40s or 50s. Not too bad. That's uh, not cold enough. We need some snow, some. Uh, but it's some supposed rain. to rain Monday. Maybe those winds pick up a little bit and blow yeah, in on man. Sunday. I'm just looking at their their defensive players, and actually they do have kind of a lot. Yeah, we can go through their their defensive players. They're a little bit weak up front, where uh, you know it's like Domita Paco. Angelo Blackson, one of my Auburn boys, but really, really not that strong. The linebacking core is has a, a lot of high draft picks, a lot of good talent there, where Marcus Golden is a legitimate pass rusher and always has been. Hassan Reddick, mm-hmm. outside linebacker, inside linebacker. Yeah, he's a good player. He's definitely better on the outside when he's rushing the passer. Same thing he did at Temple. Isaiah Simmons is is getting a lot more playing time freak. right now. He's a top 10. Yeah, he's a f- yeah, freak player. Freak, yeah. Just an absolute stud athlete coming out of Clemson, top ten draft pick this season. He's, he's had a slow transition, mostly because he's positionless, and so you're just trying to find a spot for him out there where he can do enough and let his athleticism fly. Where I think he he like broke <laughs> in the game on last Thursday. He hit some offense. Oh, he hit Greg Olson. Olson's ankle exploded. Um, yeah. But then on the back end, this is where they have a lot of experience, a lot of, of, of guys with um, you know a, a ton of playing time and a, a ton of savvy, but maybe have lost a step. I'm looking at Jonathan Joseph, mid-30s, yep. Patrick yep. Peterson. Patrick Peterson, yeah. Drake Kirkpatrick, who was never fast to begin with and is right now. I mean, we saw that game against Seattle where he just like loses his mind and gets a stupid penalty on a fourth down. Gives him a, a brand new first down, classic Drake Kirkpatrick. Um, but then they got Buda Baker, who's a Buda Baker legit dude, stud at safety. Yeah, yeah. Deontay Thompson too. I think he's got COVID now. He's uh, I think he's been in a couple couple years now. He's an Alabama kid. Um, another safety. Let's hope he has but, COVID until about Monday. Well, 
The other good things is DeAndre Hopkins didn't practice today. He's got some kind of illness. So maybe that's, you know, I don't want to wish COVID on the guy, but, um, and then Murray didn't, uh, Kyler Murray didn't practice either. He's got a, looks like some shoulder soreness. So maybe they both don't play. You know what I mean? (laughs) Is that, let's talk about what, what's the pathway for the Patriots to win this game? I, I, I can start this. The, look, the, the Cardinals have a lot of strengths. One of their weaknesses is their rush defense. They've, they're in the, the bottom quarter of the NFL in terms of rushing yards allowed and, and also in terms of yards allowed per carry. So it's like now's the time to reestablish that running game. Now, defensively, I have absolutely no confidence the Patriots are going to do anything different than what they did last week against Deshaun Watson. But I know, right? I don't have any confidence they're going to do it. I hope they do. I hope they try other shit. Yeah. This is a guy, speaking of Kyler Murray, a guy that started less than 30 games in his NFL career. Can we do something weird? Do something yeah. weird. That's the whole strategy of Vance Joseph's defense is do something weird. And it's worked against mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, who's seen fucking everything. Can we do something weird against Kyler Murray and make him uncomfortable? That would be great, because otherwise we're just looking at four and seven. Yeah, That's pretty I much agree. Where, right. where I'm at. I'd I love to win just this. get physical. Yeah. Like, go in, smash him in the mouth in the running game, you know, give him a dose of Damian Harris, maybe if Sony Michelle's coming back, run blocking up front, give some Cam some runs, you know, just go out there and hit him. It's the same on defense, too. You're talking, you know, Ryan, you said that uh, Murray's a little banged up. Go out there and hit him. Make him realize yeah. they're, they're in New England. It's 45 degrees out. It hurts to get hit. They're from fucking Arizona. Let them know where they are. Just lay some hits. Try and Honestly, truck guys, even if they don't, you know, make the play every time. Hit people. Be physical. That's what I want to see. You miss that, you know? I would love to see either Jonathan Jones or Kyle Duggar shadow Kyler Murray the entire game. Um, I think the keys to the game, though, we, we need to win the rushing battle on both sides of the ball. Um, if we can shut down their run or even just hold it at bay, I think that's that's a step in the right direction. And then we need to we need to control the clock and control the pace of the game. If we got ahead, you know, early, that'd be great. And we need to win the turnover battle for sure. If we turn over the ball, we're screwed. Yeah, you know? they're all doable, but you have to get all of them. That's a right. Thing. You have to do yeah. all like all four of those things. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to ask. It's a lot mm-hmm. to ask. I am going to take the Patriots in this game because I like the Patriots coaching staff. I know it's crazy after we just bitched about them for fifty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm taking I'm the take... Patriots in this game because I'm taking. Are you saying them. you don't like Kingsbury? I oh no, I really like Kingsbury as an offensive coach, less so as a head coach. Okay. But I, I've really liked what I've seen from Vance Joseph, particularly in the fourth quarter, where he gets really aggressive. And I, I know, I know that Belichick is noticing that, and they're thinking about yeah. it. So they're probably mm-hmm. going to have something up their sleeve. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm not smart enough to figure that out. But they are, and I'm confident in them. Uh, so I think it's going to be a pretty low-scoring game. I think uh, that it's going to hover around the 20-17 to 17 range. That's where I'm going. Okay. I'll go. Uh, I'm gonna go 24-17. Like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in that groove there, Sean. Yeah, no, not Cardinals. Patriots. <laughs> Patriots 24-17. I have a feeling about this game. Like, you know, I picked the, I picked against them for the Ravens, and I picked 
I don't know. Maybe just do the opposite of what I do, but I'm going Patriots 24-21. Okay. okay. They're all got a close game, low 20s. All right. Look at us. Yeah. Either way, this is definitely going to be frustrating, and it's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be fun to watch a guy like Kyler Murray, who was a lot like Cam Newton was. Different, different type of runner, but the, the same type of guy that can take over a game with his legs and his arm when, when Cam yeah. Newton was, you know, the, at his physical peak. Yeah. Um, Let's look to some other games this weekend. We talked about briefly the Ravens and Steelers. That game got moved from Thanksgiving. By the way, this Thanksgiving slate, horrendous. Horrendous. Oh, yeah. oh my oh, goodness. Yeah, Lions and Texans, Cowboys and Redskins, uh, Cowboys and football team. I mean, I, <laughs> I am less than yeah. interested. Let's just put it at that. I'll be watching, but, yeah, that having that Baltimore-Pittsburgh game up, the, that slate because of COVID really, really kicked them in the balls there because that, that makes it all that much better. I actually am excited because I never get to watch football team. You know what I mean? Like, I want to watch football team. I want to see, <laughs> see Chase Young. <laughs> I want to see it, man. You know, I, I never get to see these kids. I never get to see Mc, McLaurin, McLovin. What's his name? Harry. Unbelievable. You got He's, it. Yeah, he's picking up big. He's picking up big uh, yards and big numbers. I want to see that game, but the other game, uh, that's a snooze fest, man. Why do the Lions have to play every Thanksgiving? Yeah, because you know? they wear the best jersey in football on Thanksgiving. I love that Lions jersey on Thanksgiving. Good, you can have that second jersey. I love it. I love yeah. it. So simple. Uh, that's all I want. L.A. at Buffalo. We need L.A. to win. Hang on, hang on. We didn't even talk about the Ravens Steelers. They're not. They're on Monday. They're on Sunday. They're, they're Sunday. Whatever. I'm just going down the list. You're going down the list? Well, I brought it up already. It's at 1.15. You see, they have the 1 o'clock slate, then they have the 1.15, and serious? then they have the They made it it's 10 minutes later, just so you knew yeah. it was a little different. Yeah, yep, that's what they did. Well, that's dumb. Let's talk about the Ravens-Steelers, though. Steelers are 10-0. and Ravens are their number one rival. Does what this do go? Does this go? I mean, it was a one-score game last time. Does this go via the Ravens? I hope so. I just feel like Baltimore is kind of in some kind of slide right now where they're they're doing whatever they can to get any kind of traction, and they, they can't. Or just something's going on in that building from a mental standpoint between the players and the coaches or ownership. I don't know, but they're not on the yeah. same page. It's time to get it together for sure. Uh, I can't see them losing three straight, and, and I'd love to see the Steelers lose a game. I'll go with the Ravens. Yeah, John Harbaugh is getting in fights with Malcolm Butler. I mean, that's... Yeah, right. That, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that what the hell... That was awesome, man. I love so that. so ridiculous. Uh, did you hear it? No, I, I didn't, didn't hear, hear it. it. I don't know. Oh, the audio was good, man. Harbaugh just kept saying to Vrabel, oh, it's just disrespectful. That was disrespectful. And Vrabel kept saying, just coach. Just go over there and coach. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty good, man. They Vrabel's were... so intimidating to other coaches. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a big dude. That dude's like Bigfoot walking around. And the other guys yeah. are like... You know, just regular dudes. John Harbaugh's a small guy in in his own right. Yeah, but he's he's a like a he's a good sized dude, and then you put him next to Vrabel, and he looks like John Harbaugh's. Yeah. Really? John I thought Harbaugh. he was short as hell. No, he looks like six feet, six one, good shape. He looks to me like he's like five five. Mm-mm. His brother was bigger, right? His brother was a quarterback. Yeah, his brother's yeah. six three. Yeah. I I never liked either of the Harbaugh's. Um, yeah. I like John way more than Jim. Jim's Jim's Michigan Wolverines are going straight down the tank. And I yeah, dude, what is going on? I'll be back in the, I bet you he'll be back in the NFL next year. 
Oh, what yeah. you want to bet? As a head coach, I don't know if he's getting a head coaching gig after head what coach. he's done to that program. Yeah, pretty bad. A lot uh, of money, too. A lot so of money. Said, L.A. versus Buffalo. We need the, the Chargers to beat the, uh, the, the Bills, which would be fantastic. It's not going to happen. Well, you never know. Uh, Tennessee at Indianapolis is actually on paper a nice game. I don't, I'm not really interested in it, though. Wasn't that game just on? Was it last week? <laughs> I feel like it was. I, I hate feel like, like that, that. They schedule like two meetings within a three or four week period. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, like the Saints and Bucks already played twice. You Did know? the New York Jets get a win this week over Miami? No. Did they do us a favor? Nah, dude. That's... They've been getting close. I mean, they're actually still playing. I don't know if they're trying to tank or not, but they're they're trying to they're trying to win a little bit. It looks like they're trying I mean... to make it look like they're trying to win. Yeah, they're maybe. pretty comfortable at this point, aren't they? Uh, well, who's who's back there? Jaguars have what one win, one win. Yeah. Um, Cincy has at least two. I think they're two something and one. Two seven and one. Yeah, yeah. and then they lost Burroughs for this ACL, MCL, and PCL, dude. Ugh. So it. they're probably, yeah, they're probably done. Yep. That's yeah, gonna be tough to get a top pick this year, man. Titans Colts. Titans Colts is just a slugfest. Just straight slugfest. Mm-hmm. Same colors on both sides. Uh, Kansas City against Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's an interesting. That's line. a good one. High scoring. That's a good one. I hope it's it's a great opportunity. Never bet against Brady. Brady twice in a row, man. Right? Yeah, Brady doesn't lose two games in a row. I'm going. I'm going Tampa. I think Tampa should win. I'd love them to win. I got to take the Chiefs. Look, just I don't know. Dude, Mahomes, your do. MVP. I don't know what you do with that offense. You just you, he's the MVP, man. You hit them. You punch them all in the mouth where it hurts. 29 touchdowns and two interceptions. Is that what he has? <laughs> Guy's unbelievable, And they're man. both to the Raiders, right? That's insane. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was insane. And then uh, Sunday Night Football, the last last game I'm looking at is Bears and Packers. Uh, I mean, haven't seen the Bears in Packers. a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. you you, you got to feel like. They got to do something different offensively from the last thing that I saw, which is on a Thursday night game. I think, no, it was against a different team. But uh, Packers have been up and down, up and down. They lose one last week against Indy. It seems like any team that's relatively good, the Packers go down to. Yeah. Yeah. Indy's a tough team. That defense last heel. Is, is tough. So is the Bears. Um, that's nah, the only good part of that good team. Point. Yeah. I guess I'll go Packers. Is, uh, who's the corner they have in green bay is he healthy alexander jair alexander i think so yeah, yeah. i like kevin i'll go king packers too. kevin king six three kid from washington yeah, yeah. so jj packers bears no uh, bears are so bad packers have to win all right i'm gonna take the bears in that game taking it taking it living nice with dude. it nice living with foals um yeah not not the greatest week but at least it's a stretched out Football viewing experience, by the way. Auburn playing Alabama on Saturday. Auburn going up against a Nick Saban-less Alabama. Mm-hmm. It could happen. This could be the time. Keep your eye. Tailback Bigsby for Auburn. That dude is a bra- broken tackle machine. Wow. Yeah. Machine. Monster. Yeah, he's only a true right. freshman, so you're going to have to wait a few years until he makes it to the NFL, but he's going to definitely make it there. Tank, right? It's tank. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What a name. Yeah. What a fucking name yeah. for a tailback. That's Tank awesome. Bigsby. Yeah, that's awesome. You can't beat that. Fullback, <laughs> but yeah. Draft him. Sign him up. Yeah, sign him up already. I'm going to send him to Europe for a couple of years. Fake his passport. Anyway, 
All right, that'll do it for us here. Thank you all for listening. Enjoy week 12 of football, and we'll talk to you all next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Adios.